Chelsea's being a doofus. There's nothing new to this. Yeah, I know. Nothing new whatsoever at all. Nope. We accept it. Yeah. We move forward. Yeah. So, another week. It is finally starting to cool down somewhat. I mean, it's cool in the mornings and it's warm in the evenings. 80s. I know. That's, about, I'm re- I'm that's ready- about norm for here in October. Look, I like wearing a hoodie all day. <laughs> you wear a hoodie all day anyway. Inside. I want to wear it outside. Why? Because I enjoy it. But then when it gets cold, you're all like, oh my God, I'm going to warm up. Yeah, because my bones hurt. I well, like the heat. Well, then. But I also like cold. I like being nice and toasty. Oh, my God. Anywho, there, there's mm. that. We got to love it. What did you do this weekend? Anything? We had things, right? We had a relaxing weekend. I was very thankful. And we got some more tile busted up and we got more of the stuff to put the tile down, which was very important because I got two rooms left. Grout? Is that what you're talking about? Mortar. Mortar. And grout. But I got the wrong color grout, so I could take that one back. You know, shades start to blend in together and this one really looks like the other one and it does until it dries. Oh. Then it's a little bit darker. Oopsies. Yeah, it's okay. It happens. We went to the farmer's market. Yeah, we did that. And then my sister made the dog food. I got to do that here in about a week. We did turkey and beef. And she broke the uh, crock pot. <laughs> so we got a bigger one now. Yay. So. Yeah, I'll be cooking the last of the venison that we have. <clears throat> because, you know, hunt season be starting up right now. It's bow season. But, yeah, we're getting into it. And FYI, venison is not just Bambi. It's also wild boar. And rabbit, FYI. It's not just deer. Gross. I made macarons, and they were my best batch yet. And yet, I still did not get one. No. Uh, and now I'm still gone. mad. Well, I'm going to make another batch. No, you said you were going to bring me one. On mm, Nope. I never said I would bring you one. The next time I make macarons, I'll bring you one to try. That is your words that we talked about. Tawny had one. Yep. I showed them. Who things. noticed your hair first? Who notices After you? After I After don't care. I don't care. Meow. Look. Priority one right here. Priority one is right here. Let me tell you. Priority one is right here with the two thumbs, and that'd be me. But I, I tried a you. different recipe. Sifted it three times. It came out. It was the best batch I've had. Yeah, you sifted it three? three times. That's like cooking freaking rice. How many times you got to wash that crap before it's finally clear? I don't know. That's why I buy the... The instant? Yes. yes ma'am. Well, for our viewers at home that do not recognize this, I do the instant rice because it is easy for me and it's quick. And I am a sports mom and we are constantly on the go. My lovely, lovely fiance decided to go buy a big old bag. And I'm talking about, you know, the big bags, like Sam's Club size of 
pinto beans and rice and put them in mason jars and get them all clean and all that stuff. Like the whole long-term storage type stuff. Like he went into all that work. And I thank him for it. I really do. One, I have never cooked beans. That has always been my mom unless it came out of a can. Yeah, I I need instructions. Number two, I've always done instant rice. Me too. So my, he doesn't know this, but now I guess he will. My first two batches of rice that I tried to cook, I burned it. I had a rice cooker and it must have been a crappy rice cooker because it kept overflowing. So I got rid of the rice cooker and now I'm back to um, instant rice. <laughs> yes, minute rice where it's literally five minutes. Well, I got the hang of it finally, and I cooked my first two kind of like casserole meals because mm-hmm. I cooked the rice, and I added like the vegetables, broccoli, and all that fun stuff, and the seasonings, and put it in the oven, and did a little broil toast on it. It was really good, and it actually fed us for the whole week, surprisingly. I've been very impressed by Can that. Can I just say that once you've had samurai rice, all other rice is kind of like, you're welcome. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. It is really good, though. Yeah. So there is this uh, hibachi place where we're from and cooks phenomenal fried rice, like super, super good. And it's actually reasonably priced, I think, for grabbing a meal and taking it home with you because the rice itself can fill you up. It's only like a $1.50. And it's the that whole container. I thought it was like a little. No, it's like a whole thing. But you also get the, they call it shrimp sauce. And it is super, super yummy. And you just pour that on top of the rice. And I. Yes. And I don't buy the steak or the chicken at the restaurant for the simple fact that they up the cost on it. Yeah. So you just buy your own. I buy my own. Air fry it or cook it or whatever. Chop it up. Throw it in. I have a wok. I throw it in there and cook it up and add some more scrambled eggs in it because I like a little extra egg. And then I don't have to have mushroom in it. So it works out great. And I take that shrimp sauce and I just pour it on there and and then throw it on there. Or I do it on the Blackstone too. It's good too. Mm. But yeah, yummy, yummy, yummy. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm figuring out how to cook this rice, I may try to make my own samurai fried rice. Even Taki Ramen wasn't as good. No, but I like their teriyaki sauce. Whatever's on it is really good. Yeah, their teriyaki bowl, a little spicy, but good. Um, I love this. Their hibachi rice. So I love their, like, you know, you know, you said a bit spicy, but it's like that sweet and spicy. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? I love that. Can it, I just say, when you have, when you're at a Taki ramen here and you, you know, you go, can you hold the onions and jalapenos? Where else? You can't go to Japan and have to say, can you hold the jalapenos? <laughs> Texas girl, that's Makes all I got to think, say. I don't think that's authentic uh, Taki ramen. Yeah. No, because they have their own spices. No jalapenos, please. I would like to be able to swallow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's because they use the fresh cut. They're not cooking those. They're just freshly cut in there. It's like, whoo, it's hot. But still, very enjoyable to eat. And it's very, I like the well, I small. Don't know. I take the, I, I know. I avoid the jalapenos and I just. I do like the small restaurant feel and you got to watch your anime. Yeah. Well, it wasn't anime. It was Avatar on Netflix. So. Okay. The form of anime, whatever. Avatar The Last Airbender, not that weird James Cameron shit that I never watched. 
with the simuloid people. I don't know what the hell was going on with that movie. I don't know, but still good food. Yeah. Didn't know we were going to be talking about food for the first port, but mm-hmm. here we go. We get started with it. Sorry. Well, I guess it takes place of our crime scene kitchen and everything that is currently for next season, right? Did they come out with that yet? No. Dang it. No, not like they filmed it. They've announced they're going to do a second season. Oh, no. I haven't heard anything. Uh, I hate anticipation. I'm waiting. I want to know. Let me you know. Want, do you want me to just mess up my kitchen and bake something and then not tell you what it was and then you have to go in and find out what it was. Ooh, do it to D. D would kill me. No. If I cook mm. my when I make my macaron mess, I clean my macaron mess. Yeah, but you should leave it out for it to no. like Hedgey. It'd be like uh you hit clean up your shit. Uh, yeah so no no i'm nice that's funny that's how that's how we was raised in my family if you bake the mess you clean the mess uh see it was always if i'm cooking you cleaning that's if it's dinner this is a bake a a not a a not need i I wanted to bake so fair enough then i need to clean yeah fair enough fair enough yeah so anyhow we had a couple episodes of rexum that we wanted to talk about right Mm -hmm. okay so we're on the second season yes Okay. We've talked about it hit and miss. We talked about the first episode was called Welcome Back to Wrexham. And that's when Stupid Chuck visited them. And then they didn't get their 20 million million pounds to help them build the cup. Yeah. King Charles. Uh, Chuck. I refuse to call him anything. I will take care of it for you. Then they had episode two was The Quiet Zone. And that's when you find out that Paul Mullins' son, Albie, has autism. And you meet... A young lady named Millie Tipping, and they kind of form this bond because she too has autism. And you mm-hmm. learn about the Quiet Zone and some of the programs that they have set up for fans that may be, you know, special needs and looking out for the people that come to the stadium. Yes, which I find that so awesome. You and I talked about it yeah. personally of how awesome that is. Mm-hmm. And I think they should have that in all sports. But they don't. Episode three was called Not Yet, N-O-T-T, because it was about another team that is vying for promotion called Knotts County. And they're mm-hmm. kind of... They're, they're good. They're good. They're kind of... The whole season, it's us and them, one and two, back and forth and back and forth. And yes. Back and forth. The points were insane. Yep. It was like, we're up this many points. Now we're down this many points. Now we're up this many. And they're right here. And it's, it's a fun game to watch them back and forth. Fun as in... Nerve-wracking. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's nerve-wracking. That's the fun part. <laughs> Episode four was Sean's vacation, and that's when the advisor to the board, Sean, finally took a vacation. And, of course, Ryan and Rob cause issues, and then (laughs) poor Sean might have to come back, but Humphrey ends up sorting it all out. And so Sean got to have his full vacation. (laughs) Holiday, ma'am. It's called a holiday over there. Okay. I want to go on holiday. Thank you. It's holiday. I love when you do the accent. Do it one more time for me. In England, we don't have vacation. We have holiday. We go on holiday. Thank you. 
Episode 5 is called First Losers, and that's when they po- oh, poor Susan Lucci. They basically compare themselves to Susan Lucci, who, if you don't know, was nominated for the Emmys like 13 gajillion times and lost until her final, like, 13th time she finally 13th won 13th time was a charm. So basically they're saying, Wrexham, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. So they really want to break that streak. And- right get promoted episode six was ballers and that's that was all about the women's team team, which was awesome to see that yeah Uh, i really enjoy that with my daughter playing it was something i wanted to show her like you can be these girls Mm -hmm. you definitely could be these girls one day but you've got to have the drive and the power yeah and they did and they're basically you know you have the guys and because you know rob and ryan bottom and blah 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 all the focus is there, but hold on, wait a minute. Look at this team. They're doing yeah. just as much, but with weight less. Yes, absolutely. And then we get to episode seven, which was Giant Killers. This is, we didn't talk about this one. This was about the FA Cup. Yes. Which you're gonna have to explain that one because it was it occurs at the same time as their regular season. Season, yes. And anybody can enter. It's like a tournament within rec season for younger parents that understand this. So how to have it breaking down? For literally me. anybody. If you have a team, you can enter. Yes, but you have no idea who you're going to be playing. Right. In order to get up to where you need to be, you have to do qualifiers. So. So the less experience you have, the more qualifiers you have to play. Correct. So Wrexham, they're... 46, I think, on the line? I think so. Was their number? I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, they, their first draw, they got Coventry. Yes, which was like three away from them. Three up, yeah. Yeah. So they're they're playing a team that is three leagues above them. Yes. And the reason they call it Giant Killers is because these lesser known teams have the opportunity to take down a big a team. big team. And apparently in the past, Wrexham has been able to do that. Yeah. It's it, it's like your how can I explain it over here for people? It would be like college level teams playing against NFL and and American football, not England football, and having that opportunity to play against them. Or like like in tennis, like the U.S. Open, where you have people that have no seed, they just come in off a qualifier and beat like, you know, a number two seed. Yeah. And then boom, they're in the, you know, semis or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. So getting, getting to watch that now, the nerve wracking of the drawing, because mm-hmm. they do it on a television, right? Yeah. And so they have no idea who they're going to play. So they had to watch this show to see who they're going to play. And then they got, they got selected and then they play and they play like, th- they were already having a hard time with the season coming up anyway because of everything that happened in the early January yeah. to February timeline. So this was really cool. And I think this was a little bit before all this stuff occurred. So, but we're getting to it. Rob and Ryan are watching from back, home back here in the USA and. Oh. What one in Canada, one in America? No, he lives in New York. Oh, okay, okay. So they're watching, and it's 
you know, back and forth, back and forth. It was close. It was four to three, and it was the last minute of the game. And then all of a sudden, the yes. live the live broadcast blinks out, and Rob and Ryan are like, what, 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 what? what? Do you imagine the anxiety and anticipation? Because you remember the, the, the last scene that they see is literally the other team getting the chance at the goal. Yeah. And it does. And it just... I'm sorry. I would have died. So the next thing you see is them on Zoom. What, what, what happened? What happened? And they are told that, you know, the Wrexham won and they're going on to the next round. So next round, they get Sheffield United, Mm -hmm. which is a championship league team. And that's four above them. Right. So the first (laughs) game they play, they go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And they end up tying. Yep. Which means in FA rules, you have to go play that game again except at the other team's field. Killed, yep. So they go to Sheffield and play. And I think Sheffield sk- scores like right off the bat, don't they? Yes, was in like the first like three, six, three 63 six. seconds or whatever. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. I was about to say 36 seconds. Then I think they go back and forth. And then... They lose. Okay. It was rough. Yeah. It was a rough, it was rough to see their reactions to like, and man, does that coach ever get mad? Oh. So they lost. Three to one. And there one particular player on the Sheffield United team was having a mixed shit fit. Yes. Like somebody must have just pissed in his Cheerios for like a month straight and said, This is for Wrexham or something. He's just all up in it. His name was Billy Sharp. And so at the end of the game, he's like cursing at the fans and Paul Mullins like, man. Just leave them alone. You're, you're, what do you, you know? Yeah. You're four there wasn't leagues, a need for it. You're four leagues four, ahead, of, ahead of us. What do you, you know? What do you care? It's just a tournament. So then, of course, he goes on his after, after yes. game interview. Yes. And says, Why did I say- Oh, sure. Put it, you know, oh, they'll talk a bunch, you know? And yeah, I should, I really should have put it away, like right off the bat, but you know, I didn't. And I was like, so was he saying that he could have just shut our team down right? The beginning of the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I felt. And I was like, you little piece of shit. So that little he, comment. He needed to be punched. That little comment got him a 2,500 pound fine by the, <laughs> by the FA for saying unsportsmanlike conduct. conduct. So then you see Rob and Ryan going, we don't know what his problem is. Mm-mm. We did not do anything to him. We did nothing wrong. But we apparently live rent-free in his head now. And thank you for the free space. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, Rob's like, yeah, we we live in his head rent-free. Whatever. And I um, imagine his coach had words to say to him oh, afterwards, yeah. too. And Ryan's Ryan came in after the match and was basically bawling like a little titty baby, saying, <laughs> you know, that may have seemed like a 
3-1 loss to anybody else, but I just want you to know that everybody out there, we felt that you were playing your absolute best. Your best. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, touched us in the heart. And, you know, that's a memory that I'm going to have with my daughter forever. And he's like, I'm sorry I'm bawling, but you guys, you, we, we really care about this team. And He's yeah. emotional. It's okay. Yeah. Then that was the end of the episode. And then we move on to the episode grind. Episode The grind. And we have a guest star that shows up. Yeah. Mr. Will Ferrell. Yeah. Buddy the Elf. Oh, my gosh. This is so... did you see that dude's thigh, though? Dude, I was like, how do you not see his butt cheek? I was so nervous. Like, y'all are going to roll him over just right, and it's going to show the whole world. Okay. But the funny thing to me... I was dope. The funny thing to me about that was there, there was an episode where Will Ferrell was on Conan O'Brien, and he was like for St. Patrick's, mm-hmm. and he's dressed up in this teeny little swimsuit. No, little thingy. shorty shorts. Oh, God. And little outfit, and he sits down, and he swings his leg over, and you just see his big old thigh. thigh. And he goes, how do you like that? And I was like, Oh, it cracked me up when he's like, you need a, a rub? I'll give it to you. <laughs> he's like, how do you like that, shillelagh? And I was like, oh my God, Will. He's funny. He's a he's a hoot and a half. Now, I, I was actually kind of interested that, that Ryan and them weren't there when he was there visiting them. I didn't see him there. So, but him getting to go there was pretty cool. I didn't realize how freaking aged he has. Like, he had a lot of gray hair now. Like, it's all gray, but yeah, I still love him. Uh, he owns, I think, you can Google this, I think he owns part of a Los Angeles football club. Is it the Los Angeles football club? It sure is. Look at there. Which I didn't even know there was a Los Angeles football club because, I don't know. I know there's the Los Angeles Galaxy, which Sir David Beckham used to play for. Well, I guess it is. But, so's but, anyway. But I did like like, um, I did like when he called uh, Ryan Reynolds. He's a dodgy Canadian. Yes. Yeah. So you also revisit Superfan Sean, who was a painter. Yes. And you met him in the first season and throughout the rest uh, of this the season. season. And he basically talks about, you know, hey, everybody hates their job, which, you know, unless you are making a ton of money at it, a lot of people will say, it's not really work if you love it. Okay, well, not of all of us are so lucky and, you know. Yeah. And now is this where, I can't remember if it's this episode or if it's the next episode where they started had to, having to postpone the games because of the weather. Was it that episode or was it the following one? No, it was, uh, I think it was the following one. Oh. Okay. But the thing with Superfan Sean is that, you know, you get a little bit of fame and then a lot of people were saying, you know, you might be drinking a bit too much. Yeah. So then he realized, oh, yeah, you're right. So he corrected. He quit drinking. Coaching his son's team. Yeah. He's coaching his youngest son's football team. Which is so cute. And he's so adorable. The son is. Yeah. And he's like, okay, you go to your parents now. I'll collect you later like it was really cool and the episode is called the grind because this is we're in the gr- 
grind to get points. We're correct. We're we're going into January time frame at this point. The, yeah. The end of winter season going into well, going into our version of winter. Yeah. But it's their version too. So And also they talked about Anthony Ford, the guy from Ireland, and he met his wife. Yes. And then they have they had a kid and they're he's playing for Wrexham and then he found out his brother was diagnosed with leukemia and then turns around his wife gets diagnosed with brain tumor so he is they talked about it and decided to take that he would take what do they call it something leave sabbatical kind of sentimental leave no i don't know but i like you know i researched over there they've got a lot of different leaves like they cover you for yeah ones like well america don't do half that crap i'm like i'm in the wrong country do a lot for their people the men get maternity leave the women get maternity leave i think they would get Um, paternity leave fraternity yeah i need mental health leave mental health leave they provide not because my mental health i will go off on somebody (laughs) and then they do like any medical type leave and it doesn't have to be immediate family just that you know that you're taking care of them welcome to america i'm like we ain't got any of that and we we have to pay for our own medical yeah so the team was like you take all the time you need you know you'll have a place when you if you decide to come back and then they have to do what that nine games in 28 day thing that's when they were going postpone 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 yeah due to anomaly weather that was going on there that they said it was out freakish weather is what yeah. they called called it and it was out of the normal for them there. so then they they Snow. got they got squished in this small time frame which is dangerous yeah, because, because of people playing back to back injuries not being able to heal time yeah stress oh so you're you're talking about the the snowstorm okay yeah so they have they're down to like their it's like last seven games la the i'm trying to think is it the last game that that month Mm -hmm. people said look you don't play you lose the point you can't get those points because we don't have any time to reschedule it, replay it. So they sent a call out and every, like a shit ton of people showed up and were just shoveling the pitch, getting the snow so off, off the, the pitch so that they could get play the- by, I think, 1030 in the morning yep. or 1230, something like that. Even the girls team, they, some of them yeah, were out like there. Everybody out of the woodwork came for it. Even... Even their coach. But, you know, I don't see how it was their fault because just a few weeks prior to it, if you remember, that's when Queen Elizabeth passed. Right. And so they announced no football shall be played, blah, right. blah, blah. And I'm like, there should be a waiver now for to extend this out a little bit. No, that was my opinion. But but they got it done. They did. And they played and they won. <laughs> so it's not just, you know, a football team. It It's the entire it's the community. community. And, and, and I think that's one of the good things about the show. You get to see not just, oh, look, it's not It's, it's a- not a city that doesn't care about one another. It's a community. Yeah. It's love. Then we go to 
episode nine called glove triangle which has to deal with the goalie they're called goalkeepers they're not called goalies that's in hockey you know what i mean a keeper keeper a keeper keeper so our regular i say our our regular goalkeeper or goaltender is rob layton well every time rob plays in bromley rob gets hurt march 8th Every time. So the last time he played Bromley, he jacked up his hand. His hand. So he comes back. So he's playing for us. Yep, he's playing. He's getting his groove on. He's getting his work in. He's doing good. We're playing Bromley, and, and then all of a sudden, he tears. He pulls an Emerus and he tears his ACL. Yep. So he's out yet again and our backup i know our backup goalkeeper is it matt mark it's mark mark Mark. howard yeah sorry i I knew it was an m he's he's not a spring chicky he's a little aged but it's okay he's he does good though he he went back to university and is studying uh journalism and uh broadcasting because um he realizes you know, he's not going to be able to play forever. And he wants something that he enjoys doing after, you know, his football bun is over. And he has a podcast and he interviews other players. players. Which is really cool. Shout out to you for your podcast. And you got a cool room. We have nothing like that. Yeah, Maybe one day. We literally have nothing. You're welcome. So. We have a kitchen room. Yay. Then we're getting towards, you know, Wrexham sends out a offer to Ben Foster. Which is also not another spring chicken. No, <laughs> he, is, he is 40 years old now. But he started his career in Wrexham. And he continued to play. He played for... He played for Manchester United. United. He played for the English national team. Yeah, Birmingham City. But he was retired. Yes, and he he was enjoying the simple life. Ran the bicycle. Running. Let me tell you something. I saw this guy on the the episode. He was freaking fit. I was like, oh, I want to look like that at 40. How many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> I don't care. Fit people who play sports are not going to look like us normies, okay? I did my Pilates yesterday and basically had horrible foot cramps. Thank you very much. I had Charlie, Charlie cramp foot. What do you call those? Charlie, Charlie horses. horses. <laughs> in my feet. I hurt so bad. So, but I did like how he said, I started with Rex was my career i'd like to finish it and he said he was getting he didn't want the big pay like everybody thought he was getting all this big money although he got an offer from one of the other teams for a very high amount and he turned it down to be with Wrexham. so no it wasn't ryan and them trying to pay him Ryan and Rob did not do that whatsoever at all. Yeah, and he so, even said it on his podcast, his YouTube, his podcast slash YouTube channel. channel. He's like, look, I'm getting peanuts. Yeah. The negotiations took like less, less than, than five, five minutes. minutes. I really just wanted to... Get them over the... Get them over the hump. Get them to promotion. That's what I'm here for. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And when he was playing with them, after the game, him and... Mark were talking. He's like, I really think that we are playing like two to three divisions higher than where we are right now. Yeah, that they're just going to continue to climb. And I, I absolutely love that. And then 
I didn't see it in the episode, but reading this right here makes me laugh so Because hard. you... I know. Mm-hmm. I watched it. I got my notes in my head-ish. Anyway. Really? How's that working out? <laughs> it works out great. Sure. Hey, I had to do a Google search for you. You're welcome. Anyway, Foster revealed the owner's overjoyed reaction that Rob kissed me fully on the lips and called Ryan, oh, sorry, and Ryan called him double handsome bastard. There you go. I'll, he goes, I'll take it, whatever the case may be. But they won. It's happy. So here's what we have to look forward to. Dun, dun, dun. So they are neck and neck with Knott's, Knott's County. County. Again, going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And we're going to face the, off with them in the final game of the season. So um, That should be the next episode. Should be. Should be. I think we've got maybe five episodes. So it's left. I'll take it. I thoroughly enjoy it. I want to take. I want to take my daughter to go see one of them, one of the FCs in the bigger towns nearby, and let her see them play because she got to see one of the college level plays. <laughs> but I want her to see the actual club plays. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, I want to go see it. And I'm like, okay, well, I got to find a date that's available. Mm-hmm. It's so difficult to find dates. So talking about the difference between what Ben Foster, you know, came out of retirement for not a whole lot of money. Stark contrast as to what most professional athletes are doing now. Correct. Like, how many times do you see in the paper or on TV, so-and-so signs five-year, $150 million contract? Yeah. And I'm like, what are they going to do with $150 million? Don't worry. you'll They'll figure out something. And they I understand that, you know, there are injuries and the life or the career span of an athlete is short. Is short. But I don't think it should be try to make as much money as you possibly can and screw over the fans because, of course, their pay is dependent comes from ticket sales and then of course the owner is going to want to jack up the ticket price so that they can pay you know this person so it's kind of like i know this is totally off topic but kind of like with how you were explaining to me what taylor swift did Mm -hmm. and the same concept of Ticketmaster and all these other places jack up the prices so much that you know, fans that can't afford to go are stuck at home watching it on TV and maybe they have to come together and pay for pay-per-view right? or whatever app they need to mm-hmm. watch or whatever. So I think it's great that some people are trying to get around that to, to take care of the people. And I, I honestly think that some athletes, yes, you've got a short lifespan of a playtime and you're dedicating your career to this and injuries do occur and your family does suffer some consequences at some point because you're not there, you're playing. But again, it's a choice and job that you selected. So should you, do you really need to be making that much? Because there's an off chance that 80% chance that you're going to finish and you're going to end up being a, a coach or endurance somebody at a different level and you're still going to make good money. Now, I also don't think people I don't think people should skip right from high school to professional or skip out on your college and go pro. Yeah. If you made it to college, you might as well finish. 
finish out your college and then go pro. So that when you, yeah, want to absolutely a bucket list of mine is to actually hop across over to the pond and see a live game. That would be so awesome. One of these days I'll get there. Mm. You can come with me if you want. I doubt you will. Oh no, it's nice and cloudy over there. I enjoy it. (laughs) I may not be able to get you back. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I think I'll stay. I'm just going to have tea all day long. And watch the bridge go up and down and the tolls happen. Okay. Yeah. I was getting on Big Ben. Uh, Nah, nah, nah. uh, It's okay. Anywho, get out there and watch it if you haven't watched it. Welcome to Wrexham on Hulu. Again, we are not associated with anybody whatsoever at all. It's just two girls Mm chit-chatting. Seasons one and two are out right now. Two is currently still getting new episodes. Every new episodes on Tuesday. Yeah. Right after Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. You're welcome. Which, if you have not seen my new TikTok with Natsu, oh, yeah, it's awesome. It is. It's completely adorable. And then, of course, they do have American Horror Story that it is very hard for me to watch. It, oh, it's gruesome. Why? Childbirth, miscarriage, and all that. Yeah. It's a little rough. And, and the the actor is a little difficult to watch, too. I'm not going to lie. But Ooh, Emma Roberts? Yeah. He's annoying me. And then you got Kim K in there that mm. is actually surprising me a little bit going on the acting role. Granted, she's been doing your trash TV crap forever. Oh, I know she acts on that all the time. I know, but she actually does pretty good in the show. So there's that. I've been watching Loki. And? What do we think? Not bad so far. Oh. I mean, um, there have only been two episodes yet, so. I was about to say, I was like, I only just released a second episode. We've only just begun. begun. Do, 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 do. I will tell you this. There is a, another podcaster that is out there. <gasps> I know. It is, I believe it is Unsolved Murders. Is oh my God, on. no. I know it, I know it. But it correlates to something important, I promise. I doubt it. I promise it does. I doubt it. While you're looking for that, hey, I still, I want to go see the Taylor Swift movie tour thing. I didn't get to. Cause Daughter, daughter's going to see it Friday. Well, did I say? If you're, you no, I don't just care. Just sneak in. No. I'm not going to go hang out with a bunch of squealy girls. I just want to, I just want to Watch it by myself. Know what happens? Okay, I apologize. It is on Serial Killers, which is a Spotify, which is a Spotify podcast studio, and they talk about the Osage murders. And if you know anything about a movie coming out to theaters, it's actually tonight, I think. If you enjoy not sleeping at night, listen to this podcast. It's called Killers of the. Uh, Flower Moon. Oh my gosh. Which was an actual book. It's got Leonardo DiCaprio and, um, Fat Leonardo DiCaprio. Hey, hey, hey. Easy. Easy. It also has Robert De Niro. I was very intrigued with the podcast itself. Who did it? Who did the killer moon? Who killed the moon? I don't want to ruin the movie and the book for the people. It's coming out this week. I'll talk about it next week. Nobody. Cause I'm going to go see to, it. Nobody listens to our podcast anyway. Tell me. Uncle. The uncle. Robert did it. De Niro. Yeah. Uh, uncle did it. But the podcast was really really good it was interesting because i had seen the trailer for the flower sun and moon and i was like i'm listening to the podcast i'm like this sounds familiar this sounds like a trailer i just watched oh my god this is the actual okay and so it was really cool but i'm super stoked to see the movie now especially now knowing what happened thank you podcast 
for telling me the full story. But now I want to watch the movie and see if they did it justice. I am turned off by all Martin Scorsese movies, and I'll tell you why. Ever since Martin Scorsese said that Marvel movies are just crap, I think have taken huge offense and basically he can take his movies and cram them up his ass because Fair enough. I go to the movies to enjoy myself and get away from blah, this, blah, blah. This reality. <laughs> and he is throwing all these mafioso bullshit because, I mean, most of his stuff has to do with the mob. And I just don't give two shits. Well, this one in particular I'm interested in. And the reason being is for the, the, the Osage Indians. Interested to see if he did them justice that they deserved. And they seem to have rave reviews on it that because a lot of them got to see it already. Because if you know anything about the Osage Sage Indians. It was messed up. It was messed up crap. I think the entire yes. Native American thing. Yes, was absolutely. But screwed over. But this in particular, they get a portion of Oklahoma. They get. They find black gold, and that's oil. And the government comes in and was like, "Okay, you got to be found competent, right? Competent. Yep. In order to spend your money that you're receiving from this black gold. If not, then we're gonna assign somebody to you to." Oh my Spend God. your money wisely. This is nothing... Britney Spears Yeah, aspect. it's nothing... Nothing shocks me. And I'm just... I'm just like, dang. I want to see what happens because this poor... This poor girl went through heck losing her entire family and everything else and just... Oh. <laughs> That looks really good. So, movies that are coming out that Angie and I are interested in watching and probably we'll talk about them on a podcast. Wish. 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 But Disney, again, not affiliated with any of these people. Friday five, night. Five nights at yep. Freddy's. What? The robots ate some kids or something. Yeah. I don't know. And I kind of laughed at this one, this whole freelance. Who's in it? John Cena. I'm like, and oh my gosh. Allison Brie. And I'm going to watch the Trolls and then I'm going to watch the Marvel. The Marvels. I'm excited to see Just that. Just mainly because I like Goose. Yep, that's about it. That's about it right now. I mean, hopefully more comes out. <laughs> I'm going to see Hunger Games. You're going to see it by yourself. I know, it's that. fine. Oh, I am going to watch Hunger Games, The Ballad of Song and Songbird and Snake. <laughs> so we are, we'll see how it goes. And- <laughs> Yeah. So I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch Wonka. I'm gonna, I think we're gonna take Ava to see, uh, migration. Mm. I think is what we talked about. Blah, blah, blah. But more to, more to come. Blah, blah, blah. She's gonna keep blah, blah, blah. So, all right, guys. I think that's all we got for this week. Until next mm-hmm, week, mm-hmm. we will chat with you guys later. Post in a comment if you'd like us to talk about something else or email us, email us at amusings with Chelsea and Angie. At gmail.com. Or just post a review and say how awesome we are, because I do it. I give us five stars all the time. Woo-woo. Until next time, guys, we'll chat with you guys later. Bye. Bye.